0: welding instructor alex Declare knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact airpods pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear
1: hi there Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go.
0: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when
2: enabled. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio.
1: Welcome to Fitness Disrupted. I am your host, Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, endurance athlete, author, and just lover of everything fitness. My goal is to help you achieve your goals, to help you look better, feel better, live longer. All those things come from exercise and eating well, and Fitness Disrupted is about bringing you the best information from the best guests, the top research, distilling it down quickly, succinctly, so you can use it immediately to get results. So all different kinds of shows. This show is another one of those kind of two shows in one for me personally, because not only bringing you a great guest, but I'm bringing you a guest who was a huge inspiration to me. When I first started in this business, I said, you know what? I'm going to study the people who achieved and are achieving what I want to achieve, and I'm going to do what they did. And this is one of those guys, Troy Jacobson. Troy Jacobson, incredible career, was a professional triathlete for many years. And at the very same time, he branched off and started being an entrepreneur, doing his own fitness videos, his own coaching And I ended up doing all those things as well. Other than being a professional triathlete, I started doing the triathlons. I started doing my own fitness videos. His were cycling. Mine were more fitness, more uh, weight training, things like that. And I started coaching as well. And then branched off into books and other things. But... So excited to talk to him. haven't talked to him in many, many years. He was the only coach I ever had because after I stopped using him as a coach, I started writing the books and coaching myself. And so I wanted to put into place my methodologies. So have not talked to him in many years. I'm so excited to do so. And he is one of those guys. I always bring you guests who have done not just one thing, but many things. Because that is so important. You can't just be a coach if you've never achieved what, you're coaching people to do in my opinion okay you can I shouldn't say you can't there are many and some are good but most i would argue are not because you need a wealth of experience of education to be someone who can truly understand what it feels like right as an athlete and this is troy jacobson is one of those guys okay Professional athlete, and here's the amazing thing that he will talk about. Not only was he a professional athlete, at the very same time when he was coming out with those videos, he would be working the expos, the booths, in the days leading up to his races, Hawaii Ironman. He'd be on his feet all day long working. Most triathletes are sleeping and exercising and eating and sleeping and exercising and eating. They are not entrepreneurs the way he is, and I'd argue that's one of the reasons he's super successful, is because he's taken all these things. He he worked his butt off. He's so inspirational, and so he went from the triathlete to the entrepreneur to working for a well-known fitness chain, huge, you know, in the coaching corporate side slash, and now he's got his own corporate coaching business, you know, executive coaching, which makes complete sense. Complete sense that this would be the next phase of his life. Still coaches, athletes, I believe, and he'll talk about that. But he is going to talk about an article that I just loved. I I could talk about him, with him, I should say, about so many different things. But there was one article that I saw him post on LinkedIn and it just resonated with me and it will resonate with you. And it's why you're not achieving your goals. You know, three things to talk about to help you achieve your goals. And many of you are going to say, oh, those are pretty obvious. Yeah. As we talk about on just about every show, the answers are right there. It's the application that is challenging for so many people. And Troy Jacobson is going to prove that to you with his great three tips, three reasons, three things that are preventing you from achieving your goals. And it's another show, you're going to have takeaways, you're going to have actionable advice that you can use right away. And that's really exciting, because that's what I want this show to be, and that's what this show is. It's giving you the things, the information you need to make incredibly positive changes in your life. I have the greatest job in the world. I say it every show because I mean it and I feel it. And every time I turn on this microphone, I appreciate it. I love what I do. Troy Jacobson loves what he does. And we can help you love your life that much more, enjoy it that much more. And far too often, there's articles and people that tell you you can't do it. We all know that. We all have those friends, quote-unquote, enemies, articles, books. It's challenging, but it's doable. I don't even like using the word hard. It slips out every now and again. It's not hard. Hard, hard is like, it's challenging, but it's worth it. And he'll talk about that. And it's incredible how much I followed in his footsteps. You know, and I went back and read his biography, I obviously knew it, but... It's super inspiring. And my point about having him not only be someone who's going to help you with those three things that are preventing you from achieving your goals, but also have him serve as an example that I studied what he did. I followed in his footsteps, didn't make any excuses. And I achieved the very same things that he did that I wanted. And then I exceeded them. And that should be inspiring to you. What do you want? What do you think you can't have that you want? Fitness-wise, health-wise, personally, financially, they're all connected. Yes, this is fitness disrupted, but it's all connected. And when you start with fitness, the things you can control, what do I say all the time? There are three things we can control. What we put in our mouths, how much we move, and our attitudes. And exercise and nutrition, when we start to control those things as we can, really, really good things happen. All right. When we come back from this quick break, one of my, I'll say idols because I, I did. I idolized his life and his work ethic and just studied him and followed his plan. And it worked. It took time. It was challenging, but it was worth it. Troy Jacobson, when we come back from this break.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
3: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness.
0: He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
2: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
1: And we are back. I could not be more excited. Did a recent show with Matt Fitzgerald. There are three people in my lifetime who I have just respected at the utmost level and watch what they did. They had careers that I wanted and they worked really hard, but they got results. And Matt Fitzgerald is one of them. And my next guest, he is another. And I don't even know if he remembers. He coached me way back when he's probably coached thousands and thousands of people. But Troy Jacobson is with us today, and I only bring you the best guests. This is about disrupting fitness. It's about helping you be the best you. And let me just tell you quickly, and, and my guests have the longest bios because they have done so much, but Troy, he's one of these guys, and, and most of my guests are, who not only walk the walk, they talk the talk. So Troy started, you know, he was a former pro triathlete in the 90s, highest level, placed 20th overall in Kona. That's the championship. So, And, and that's back in the day where, uh, listen, it's always hard, But pretty amazing. So 1998 was a highlight second overall at Ironman Florida. Uh, I remember watching him compete and following his career even back then. But then he created a whole line of fitness videos, right? One of the first. He was also one of the first coaches who was doing it online coaching. So he opened a strong focus training studio in Maryland. He was a former official coach of Ironman, a master coach. And then he, he went corporate for a while. He joined Lifetime Fitness as the senior national director of endurance. In sports. And that was for 11 years, 2008 through 2019. And here's what's so cool is he went from being the athlete to the entrepreneur and phase three, if we want to, I guess, phase three. Um, he's now transitioned to executive coaching and business consulting, right? He's working with the top uh, CEOs, helping people and business owners perform at their highest level, working with, uh, is it Vistage? Is that how you pronounce it, Troy? Yep. Vistage. we welcome. Vistage, yeah, worldwide. So, Troy could not be more excited, you know, probably creeping you out a little bit (laughs) how I've I've followed you over the years. But yeah, uh, so excited to have you. And just to talk about, obviously have wanted to interview for a very long time. And why I called Troy is got the podcast and he put on LinkedIn an amazing article. Three reasons people fail to achieve their goals and what you need to do to, to succeed. And as is so often on this show, Troy, it's, it's the simple stuff, right? Occam's razor, but start talking about like, what prompted you to write that article uh, pretty recent, right? So three things that you see people making mistakes when they're trying to achieve something.
3: Yeah. Well, thanks, Tom. P- appreciate that. Um, introduction. Gosh,
1: uh, sure. I feel really
3: old now with all that. <laughs>
1: we're the same age so <laughs> that's the thing it took me a little longer to get started you you were more successful much earlier See, on <laughs> easy. Uh,
3: well thanks for that and yeah I, I do remember sure. coaching you I actually and i remember you actually started in one of my videos i think it was uh totally no no wait a minute it was um uh tough love i think wasn't it what the one yes. we've got in baltimore at the um museum yes. of industry
1: and do you remember what i did and how you called me out do you no remember? i
3: guess i don't remember that Tell me more.
1: Yeah, no, this is good. So I was cheating. Bottom line, I was oh, cheating. So yeah, Troy, like, <laughs> so I'm an endurance guy. I, I, I've i gotten by on a big engine. So when I started working with Troy, and I laughed because I think the first time I reached out to you, I was like, yeah, I want to go sub 10. And I'm sure you got that. And you're like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I'll put together a plan for you. But so does everyone else. And you have no idea what you're getting into or what. But... Uh, so I did this video with Troy an amazing coach and he'd walk around and tell you, first of all, I didn't know half the things he was saying, like put it in this ring or that ring. He didn't even know, but you know, I knew I was cheating. So I just said, I'm going to make it as easy as possible because this is on camera and I don't want to (laughs) suffer even though that was the goal. So long story short, Troy walks around, obviously knew I was cheating. And about halfway through the video, you're like, okay, Tom, I can't take it any longer. Would you put it in the big ring? (laughs) You know, would you, would you do what I'm saying? I could tell you're cheating. So that was awesome. That was a moment. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah that's right you can't, you can't fake it in those videos shot left
1: you can't and that was it i was cheating so that kind of ties into everything we're talking about here you can't i got away with you know the genetics for a while but then i needed to change so you've just been amazing troy and, and talk well, let's go back talk about where you started from being the professional triathlete and take it from
3: um there. yeah well so i uh, back in the early 90s as you mentioned, I actually got into sport in the late 80s but um you know raced at a high level in the 90s and Ah uh, came from a football background in high school and actually freshman year in college. So I was a bigger strength athlete, transitioned into endurance training, really fell in love with it, uh, found out that I was more you know genetically predetermined to be an endurance athlete. Uh, but also had an entrepreneurial mindset. So as a guy out of college, I started my coaching business and um, gravitated into video production and you know built a coaching company. When back in the day when there weren't very many of those, I um, was really p- fortunate, you know, really good timing, and it just worked out really well. I uh, opened up a couple retail stores, got into some commercial real estate investing, fitness club, all those different things, and then uh, transitioned into corporate life. I um, was recruited by Lifetime Fitness, one of the larger health club companies in the US, and had a great opportunity to influence a lot of the members for Lifetime. Um, in the endurance space. So I oversaw the triathlon running and cycling club piece for our roughly 140 clubs company-wide, which was a great experience and great company to work for and did that for just over 10 years. And just most recently transitioned out of that role and kind of leveraging my uh, entrepreneurial background, small business ownership background with my corporate team member background into executive coaching. now. So that's what I'm doing and having a blast with it, working with CEOs of all levels and working with a company called Vistage Worldwide, setting up CEO peer advisory boards here in Tucson, but also working with CEOs and high-performing executives throughout the country online and helping them take it to the next level.
1: And it's such an amazing background. And, and I want people to, so, you know, it's it's amazing when I interview people like you Troy it's like you know it just comes natural that you did the work right and and how long it took and the sacrifices and and the the you know, I, I loved where you wrote uh, about how, you know, when you invested in that first fitness video, as did I, like it was more money than we both had, right? And it's it's like, could not be scary. You're like, oh my God. I remember when I did it, Troy, you were doing the um, cycling videos. I was doing the strength training. Mm-hmm. And people were like, you're an idiot. Like how many fitness videos are out there? Why, what are you? You know, and I was like, I'm different. I'm me, you're Troy, right? So, but it's it's taking those chances. And so Troy went from being not only a ridiculously high level triathlete, but you, at the same time, were, were building that business. So am I not right? The the story I heard, the myth, the legend, was that you would be competing at Hawaii, but you would be selling the videos. You'd be working the booth and, and doing things simultaneously, even while you were racing.
3: Yeah, for years, work, going out to expos, sponsoring events, um, and then hopping on the race course the next day. You know, just living, I guess, walking the walk, you know, being authentic in that space, not only as an athlete, but... As a coach and as a small business owner. And, and the, the goal is always to create a business, but also to help athletes do better, right? That's always been my passion, is helping athletes or anybody I actually take it to the next level and achieve their goals. So it just dovetailed well together. And I have a lot of gratitude for having the right timing, the right physical gifts to be a competitive athlete, and then obviously the right support from my parents and other people in my life. To help me build my business and make it into a success. So I have a lot of gratitude about that.
1: I love that, and it's and it's nice, you know, to appreciate you th- that support system, which is so important. But also, I, I just want to reiterate the fact that you worked your butt off. You know, you did so. To most professional triathletes, are training and sleeping and training and sleeping and eating and training and sleeping. And you're working the booth and training and sleeping and working the booth and and being that entrepreneur because there are no excuses and and it takes hard work and you got to put in the time, but it pays off. And and that's what we'll get to. Uh, and the parallels, obviously. Between fitness and life. You know, I always say that Ironman teaches you so much. Endurance races, not that you have to do that, people, but you know, what you learn is so many different things about yourself and so many things that you're going to carry into your next life. And that's what makes Troy such an amazing coach, not only for the the physical and the racing, but now for the business side, because it's all connected. And, and he's walked the walk, as we said. So let's get right into this, this awesome article, because this is what people will be able to, to take away. And let me just read the title. Again, The Three Reasons I Fail to Achieve My Goals and What I Need to Do to Succeed— regardless of the time of year, everyone, but we're getting on to, you know, New Year's resolutions, Troy and, and, and goals. So let's start with number one, the lack of passion and conviction. Talk about that.
3: Yeah. So, uh, you know, I wrote this article um, about, I guess, my own experiences. I think it's always important to write from, from where you are coming from and the space you're in. So I wrote this article actually a couple of years ago and I refined it a little bit more before posting it to LinkedIn but one of the reasons I think I know I fail, and I believe other people fail, is because they just don't have that passion or conviction uh, for what they're doing. They don't. They haven't defined their why. You know, they haven't really dug deep and done the core work or the hard inner work to determine what they really want to do. And when you're not really connected to your why, it's a lot easier to give in um, when things get tough to stop. But when you're really connected to your why. And you feel like you're being pulled towards something as opposed to pushed towards something, that's when really great things happen. so one of the first steps is to get connected to your why and if you don't have that, you're not likely likely to succeed
1: and so what's some way like what are how would someone go about Troy figuring that out like what's the first step if someone's like, "Okay, I get that, I need that that reason." They, they got to do some soul searching, right? So what do you recommend? Like that average person who's trying to figure out, okay, I need to exercise. I need to make these changes in my life. How, how do they start?
3: Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. I think everyone goes about it in a different way. You have to figure out, I guess, what, what's, what you're passionate about. What, what makes you wake up in the morning and get you excited to get the day started or what outcome do you wish to have? So when it's related to exercise Maybe the outcome is losing weight, or maybe it's losing weight not only for your personal health and fitness, but maybe it's because you want to change the way you look and the way you show up in the world. Um, Maybe it's to increase your energy levels and and how that would then translate to you being able to accomplish more in other areas of your life. So there's always a need. It's just a matter of figuring out what your purpose is and then being intentional around moving towards that purpose. I think right. That makes
1: sense. No, totally. And for me, when I was, you know, I make the analogy that uh, I look back at. like, think for guys, seventh and eighth grade. Like in eighth grade, I had pictures of of bodybuilders in my locker at school, and was just starting doing push-ups because Herschel Walker. I read in Sports Illustrated. You know, so I look back, and what that was what was exciting. It was before you had like a lot of responsibility. So I think looking back, I mean, obviously this is different. It's more with the business side or, but, but looking at to what Troy's talking about that that really motivates you, that gets you out of bed in the morning, that gets you to the gym, that gets you working on that project outside uh, of what you're doing right now. And and there's so much of that out there, but that's the thing is when you're truly passionate about something, right? Troy, like I love to exercise. I love my job. It's not a job. I love what I do And I think people need to find that and then believe that they can do that, right? And I think that's part of the problem is they don't believe that they're going to be successful. Right,
3: right. No, no, absolutely. Well, another point that I made in the article is, and I I actually put this in uh, italics, is notice I didn't say pushed, but pulled. If you feel like you're pushed into something, it's not for you. You know, it's not intrinsic. It's because there's an external factor. You need to find that intrinsic, that internal factor that pulls you towards something. And when you feel that, that's when you're really going to see success because you're pulled towards it, not pushed
1: towards it. I love that. And that's, You know, I think it was right after I started working with you, Troy, and then was getting more serious into the business and knew I needed, you know, the education. And I went back and did the master's in exercise science and sports psychology because of everything that Troy's talking about to to figure out the psychological side. Because we all know what to do at the end of the day, you know, move more, eat better, all that kind of stuff. But what Troy's talking about is, is that, you know, what Troy is exactly talking about is I got in an argument, Troy, with one of my professors. And I said, I'm here to learn how to motivate. And he goes, you can't motivate people. Because you can provide incentives. So what Troy's talking about is you got to find it for you, right? And coaches, we can help you and, and guide you and things like that. But at, at the end of the day, it's that, it's that very simple that you got to get excited about it. And no person can make you do right. it. We can help and provide incentives and guidelines and things like that, right, Troy? Right. But at the end of the day, you gotta, you got to be crazy about that thing that you want.
3: Right. And that's what coaching is all about, actually. Coaching is about getting people to really understand their why. And to get it from them. It's not about placing it upon somebody or telling them what to do. It's about getting people to understand what they truly want to do from the inside out. And um, right. when you, you know, we were talking a little bit about how to discover your why. That's where having some a coach can help you because a coach can right. guide you and ask the right questions of you to help you determine why and that passion
1: and what I loved about and, and this really shaped my philosophy towards back when I was helping coach people uh, like Troy did for me and by the way Troy you're my only coach Like I never I never could do it again I'm like now I gotta write books and stuff but <laughs> like I so wanted to come back to you because because I was super successful and here's the thing I, it was just Troy back in the day. I didn't want too much and didn't need. This is what I so appreciate. I never told you this. Troy would say, you know, run for forty minutes. Do th-. there wasn't a heck of a lot of specificity, but I didn't need it. And most people don't need it, right? Yes, if you're if you're a professional, if you're trying to for you know, if your goals are lofty and you need more, fine. But the amount of success I got from just being told swim for this amount of time, run this distance and having that plan every day, the consistency of that got me that sub 10 (laughs) eventually. Right. And, and, but it wasn't, it wasn't complicated. It was just consistency. And you gave me that. So that's one thing I don't think people realize, uh, uh, Troy, about the, the simplicity of a plan.
3: Yeah. Well, the, yeah, there's no complexity to the fundamentals. It always comes back to the fundamentals whether it's with exercise or even with business, right? In my current career, I work with CEOs of different business in different industries, aviation, thermal sensors, um, retail. And it's all about the fundamentals. I mean, obviously, there are specific things in each industry, but it's sure. back to the simplicity and the fundamentals and executing on the fundamentals, but also the accountability piece. So when I used to send you training programs, and any athlete who training programs from any coach, Hopefully, there's a relationship there. So there's right. this accountability component where the athlete does the work because they know it's going to help them. They trust the coach. And right. There's this relationship. Not that they don't want to disappoint the coach, but you know, the athlete doesn't want to disappoint themselves either. But the coach cares. So there's this accountability factor that's huge in any coaching relationship.
1: Yeah. And that's, uh, it's so powerful and you care. You don't want to let the coach down. You've invested, you know, a couple dollars. And I always say invest, you know, if that amount scares you, that's a good thing, right? Uh, that's just the way the world works. Invest your money, invest your time, because then what comes out of that are, are some pretty great things. And again, it does not have to be complex as, as uh, Troy's saying. And, and, and that's exciting. And let's go to two. So we're talking about you found your why, you're figuring that out. You found your passion, your conviction that Troy wrote about in his reason number one. One, and then reason number two, this is so important. And again, simple, but not for people poor time management. I mean, that's huge, Troy.
3: Yeah. It, well, it's a huge factor for everybody. We only have 24 hours in a day, right? And some people are highly effective in those 24 hours, manage their time effectively, whereas others aren't. It comes back to your highest payback activities. You know, how are you going to invest your time? And notice I say invest and not spend your time. You want to invest your time in things that are going to give you biggest bang for the buck so what you know when i fail and i realize this i find myself distracted you know i don't invest my time properly there's a study i read where the average u.s worker really is only productive two hours out of an eight hour day which means there's six hours that they're not very productive just think how much more they get done and how much more effective they would be in their role if they were productive for eight hours right so it's all about your time management and uh, the more effective you get at leveraging your time, doing the right things, doing the things that you need to do instead of getting distracted, doing things that maybe aren't key priorities or aren't not that important, the more effective and productive you're going to be.
1: And I think you'd agree then, Troy, that one of the first places to start with that is to be honest about what you're spending your time doing, right? And saying, you know, so many people tell us, oh, I'm really busy. Well, what are you busy doing? Right.
3: right? We're all right. busy. We're all busy. and a lot of busy work, <laughs> you know, busy work, isn't yeah. productive work.
1: And I, I'm guilty
3: of I mean, that's why I wrote this article to be transparent and authentic. I mean, I'm you know, we're all human, right? So you can be the best time manager consultant in the world, but you're probably doing things in your life that where you're not managing your time effectively all the time. So how often do you pick up your phone and check your Facebook post or your Instagram? That's just sucking valuable time from what you need to do. So disciplining yourself, using apps that maybe shut your phone down or track your amount of time, or just put your phone away so you don't even have
1: that. Right? Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, well, that's it, Troy. I mean, I looked around the gym the other day, and if I could have taken or would have taken a picture, I don't bring my phone down with me most of the time, right? Because – Most people wasted time in the gym, you know, years ago when you and I would go pre-cell phone, maybe out of an hour, people did, let's give them 40 minutes of quality time. We'll give them that. Today, I would love to see a study, Troy. It's got to be 18 minutes out of an hour because people are on their phones. So as Troy just said, at the very least, leave it in your locker. So the simple changes, right? Being honest and then making those simple kind of changes that's going to get the time management under control.
3: No, it totally makes sense. It's it's pre-planning and it's eliminating temptation. And, and, you know, as you said, leave the phone in the, in your locker, that'll eliminate the temptation. It's similar to don't buy those cookies to have in your cat, your, your cabinet. So that yes. you eat them. <laughs> don't buy the ice cream and put it in your freezer because then you won't be tempted to eat the ice cream at night.
1: Yes. Oh, and, and by the way, I, I use this example all the time, Troy, and it, I, we must've talked nutrition back in the day, obviously, because. You know, you talk about the three day intakes that people do as coaches, as trainers, whatever. Um, and I say they're the greatest works of fitness or fiction ever written, right? Because you do one of two things or usually both you lie and you eat better, right? And I remember with you, I was like, listen, I had a coach once and there was no way I told him that I ate the entire box of Oreos, right? So we have to be honest with ourselves. And I still remember you saying, This is crazy what we remember that you used to eat like a pint of Ben and Jerry's. Like you, it was hard for you to keep the calories in. Yeah, yeah. So guess what I started eating all the time? <laughs> <Thanks> to, <laughs> <yeah. Awesome>. <laughs> the <laughs> pint of Ben and Jerry's for years.
3: Oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah, that was when uh you know I was training probably four hours on average a day and couldn't keep the weight on. So that pint of ben, that pint of New York super
1: fudge junk. Every night, they helped <laughs> Yes. Me. <laughs> For me, it was fish food, and the and the, the lid went right in the garbage. There was no chance that I wasn't finishing that thing. That never went back in. And here's one other thing, because it's so much about honesty. I remember the first time I met you in person, and maybe the Spinner thing, and then we did some Lake Placid camps. But I remember expecting Troy to be – I wanted him to be 5'4 and 130 pounds, because one of my excuses has always been I'm, I'm muscular and whatever. He wasn't. He isn't. He told that at the beginning. You're a football guy, so I'm like – there goes another one of my excuses. Like he's big and he's still fast. So we got to be honest. We got to look at what we have, right, Troy? And then work from there. We all have weaknesses, but that doesn't matter. We can all get by those things and through those things.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we all have limiters, whether, you know, as an endurance athlete, obviously the bigger you are, um, it's a gravity based sport. So the slower you're going to go, the more you have to fight that gravity, but we can all reach our potential and whatever that means to us. And it's, Definition of potential is different for everyone, but yeah, to your point, we can always improve.
1: And the analogy I use to Troy is that like, I still detest swimming. It's not a sport. It's a means to keep from drowning is what I say. And uh, I'm just not good at it and I don't enjoy it. And it's, you know, I've gotten a tiny bit faster, but I just get out of the water just less tired, but it doesn't matter if I run and bike faster. It makes the day harder. But as Troy's saying, like we've all got those things. So I've made the choice and that's what I love about Ironman. It's why I don't do sprints because the swim matters more there, but pick your battles and then make up for the weaknesses, right? The shortcomings in other areas of your life.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's a great, that's a great point. Yeah, work on, well, that, that's a philosophy, right? Augment your strengths. If you right. work, augment your strengths. I mean, some of your weaknesses, you can certainly work on and improve a little bit, but it's incremental improvement. Whereas if you work on your strengths, you might take those to a different level and improve your overall game.
1: Yeah, I remember on the walls of our our football locker room or weight room, rather, it said, you know, work on your weakness till it becomes your strength. And I'm like, yeah, no, (laughs) I'm just going to pick a sport where I I could work on two other things and make those my strength and, and overcome the shortcomings there, right? There you go. Uh, so let's get, I love it. Reason number three. So we talked about, you got to find your why people and you know, it takes time and you'll figure it out. And then you got to be honest and time management. We all have 24 hours in the day and I'm sure Troy would agree. I mean, the clients I had who were the busiest and I, I, when I was a personal trainer, it was billionaires and they're the busiest people. They make the time. Um, so they have great time management. And then finally, um, it takes time. It takes patience. So talk about the traction, uh, element to this.
3: Yeah, so that's uh, one of the reasons again that I fail in the past um, was because I wasn't patient enough. I didn't give things time to marinate, to germinate, to grow, um, and that's it's a tricky thing, right? It's an art to figure out when you need to jump ship and when you need to just keep on going down that path. But I used in the article the example of my video series, my Spinnable video series, years ago when I was bootstrapping it and you know created a video. And never knowing what was going to happen with that video, but just hanging in there and reinvesting every dollar I made into new video production, really never knowing what the future would hold But the point being, I was committed to this vision, of creating a series. So I just reinvested and reinvested. And eventually I was able to start taking a paycheck out of the company, but it took about four years to do it. And I look back at that time and I think to myself, it would have been really easy to just say, okay, this isn't worth it. I'm done. It's not working out. Just quit. But you know, that would have changed the trajectory, trajectory of my entire life. So, my lesson there was things that are important, give them time to actually germinate and take hold and to gain that traction. And then, once you do, that's when you've heard of the hockey stick analogy, right? You're going flat, 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 flat. Then you hit the curve and the hockey stick and you take off. And that's what happens sometimes, not all the time, but you have to give that opportunity for, for that to happen. And if you do, that's when great things happen.
1: And let people know, how many official videos have you done to date? So there was that one, and what number are you on now, or was the last one?
3: Well, the last one in the Spinnerville series was number 50.0. So started with one and created 50 over the course of whatever, 12 years or so. But we also branched off into other areas. Sure so total probably about 80 videos in the entire collection
1: 80 videos i mean that's and you think back and you go how again frightening that initial investment was and as you're saying you had to you had to give it time and like you i remember walking to the post office right and doing it by hand and writing the handwritten notes and but i loved it and i think that goes back to your point number 1 is there was nothing I didn't enjoy more, and I loved everything about it, getting those orders, and I knew deep down that this was right. And I think that's the, that's the strange kind of special sauces um, for you and I, and, and it, we knew our why, and we kind of knew that we're just going to keep doing this, right? And good things are going to happen. Um, and then, you know, 80 videos later, here you are. So um, you just got to have – you got to believe in yourself to a huge degree, um, but that's kind of the, the tough part.
3: No, it's true. You have to have the vision and the belief system where you're willing to stick it out and go that extra mile. And you know, you can use the analogy of doing an Ironman. Nobody feels really good at mile 15, 18, mile twenty, but you just have to keep pushing through, and eventually you'll get to that finish line. And I think the endurance athlete mentality is really good for entrepreneurs. You know, for people that are starting any business, for that matter, because it, it's not easy, and there's going to be times when you wonder. Why are you doing this? But that's when you have to go back to your why and find yourself, hey, this is my vision. This is what I'm being pulled towards. I'm not giving up. I'm going to let this play out. At some point, you might need to, but you'll know. Believe me, you'll know. But in the meantime, you see incremental improvement. You get a little hit from it, right? Every time you make a sale, for example, or every time you see a little bit of success, it builds on itself. So you continue down the path, and eventually, it'll all work out.
1: And, and, and what Troy's talking about in the sports psychology is self-efficacy, and that's why th- there are no small steps, right? The, the situational confidence when you do these quote-unquote small steps, it builds on itself, as, as Troy's saying, and that's why fad diets and crazy workouts, they don't work because they work short-term, but then they you think you failed at your diet. You didn't fail at your diet. You actually did what the diet said. It, just, that's, it was supposed to end. So there are no small steps, and it's the small steps that we're talking about that really help you get to that goal. And that, that makes it more exciting. And as Troy started by saying, when you find your why, there are no small steps. It's, it's, it's the long-term approach, right, Troy? And that's, unfortunately, I think people want those huge successes, especially today, the millennial kind of uh, mentality um, in a really short amount of time. It just doesn't happen. And if it does happen, it's not going to be um, in the right way.
3: Right. And well, and, and you know, the, the saying is, if you want to see somebody success, who is very successful in overnight success, look at what they've been doing for the past five years. You know, there's no such thing necessarily as an overnight success. They've put in the work, they've paid their dues and they make it look easy. So you just look at them and say, gosh, look how successful they are. It looks so easy, but it took a lot of work to get to that point.
1: Right. Right. And again, just to go back to it, when you find your why, the work is is worth it. Uh, I had no choice. You know, my, my family tried. They're all Wall Street people and everything. And I go, didn't have the choice. I, I needed to do this fitness thing. And I knew that when I, I gave up all that, cut not gave it up, I tried it. It just, I was happy, you know, and it wasn't about the money. And I trained a lot of people who made a lot of money and, you know, reinforced that money didn't make you happy. But when you find that thing that really motivates you, um, health, wellness, and, and business, and again, they're all connected, um, then life, th- that to me, Troy, is what life's about. Like, wh- what are we doing if we're not searching out those things and and kind of going for them, right? Taking those chances.
3: Right, absolutely.
1: And so if someone wants to work with you now, is TroyJacobson.com, is that the, the best place to reach out?
3: Yeah, that's my landing website for my executive coaching business. And uh, I still dabble in endurance coaching as well, work with some Ironman athletes. Uh, most of them are executives, actually. Interestingly, but um, yeah, troyjacobson.com.
1: Awesome. And you're still racing. I know you've you kind of transitioned. You're not swimming or running as much, right? Is it, is it more the biking now?
3: Yeah. So I got into, uh, I guess you could call it endurance mountain biking a few years ago. So I do 24 hour mountain bike events and uh, I'm doing a big one here in Tucson, Arizona, coming up in February. It's called the 24 hours of the old Pueblo. It's one of the most popular and well attended 24 hour events in the country. And uh, this year I've signed up for the solo single speed division. So we'll see how that (laughs) works out.
1: So I want you all to understand, because a lot of people go, they have no idea what, you, you you know, that sport entails. So this is what I love, again, about someone like Troy, you know, successful athlete, successful entrepreneurs, taking that entrepreneur to a whole nother level. But the fitness side is still there. And that's super important. And it changes, right? If we continue to do the same thing, we're going to get hurt and burnt out. So it changes. It's a story or a topic for another show. But explain to people what a 24-hour mountain bike solo single speed entails.
3: Yeah, so it's a great event. It's a big party on a bike for uh, you. Camp out in the middle of the desert. It's so much fun. The, the mountain bike culture is just awesome. But what you do is the race starts at twelve noon, and it's a Le Mans style start. So it's about a quarter mile run to your bike. You and about twenty five hundred other people running to your bikes. Jeez. It's a seventeen mile loop way out in the desert. Lots of single track. Um, deal with a lot of cholla, which are the jumping cholla cactus. Cactus which are the kind <laughs> of this, like they get stuck in you and it, you actually like a comb to pull them out or pliers. So they're nasty. But anyway, <laughs> you try to ride continuously or as much as you can and cover as many laps as you can over a 24 hour period. So you're out there riding at night and cold uh, with the coyotes screeching in the background. Uh, wow. And it's really interesting managing your nutritional intake and your fluids and Bike maintenance issues and how you're feeling and how tired you get—it's um, t- it's a real challenge, but it's uh, very fulfilling.
1: And and I want to leave people with that because again, you don't have to do a 24 hour. Most of you won't, and you won't do an Ironman. You won't do anything like that. But there is a reason I would say that over 100,000 people apply for the New York City Marathon every year. The, you know, challenging our bodies, you know, that's living the the authentic life. Is there's a reason Troy chooses to do this insane stuff? There's there's a payoff. It feels good. And again, that self efficacy and and what it taught me, and I'm sure Troy as well, is we can pretty much get through anything. I mean, we could sit here and tell you the craziest stories of the races and things we got through. And those are the best stories, right? Troy, I mean, my sub 10 wasn't half as fulfilling because things just went perfectly, right? I, tra- I did the work and I suffered, but in a different way. My Ironman Malaysia, where, you know, I was hallucinating and it took all day and all night. I, that's what I talk about more. Yeah. Right, because and and that's what we need people to understand is take the chances, give yourself time, as Troy's saying. Find your why. Reach out to someone like Troy who has this wealth of experience that everyone needs. A coach. Every I say that mentally and physically. And if you want to be successful. Follow the people that have done it, and Troy, someone who has done it on the athletic stage, on the entrepreneurial stage, and now taken all of that to the corporate executive stage, and that's part of the path to success is, is reach out for help and and follow those people, and then get coached by those people, right? So um, I'm gonna have to reach out to you again and, and get the executive side now. It <laughs> yeah. made me feel really bad about myself again, Troy. I need to I need to I need to take we'll the work executive work. level uh, coaching. We'll, we'll, we'll
3: get you into that and 24-hour mountain bike racing. How's that? Oh.
1: You know what? As long as there's no swimming, Troy, I'm in. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent in. Um, anything else in the, in the, on the horizon that's getting you excited or just the coaching and the, and the racing right now?
3: Yeah, just coaching and racing, putting together my uh, CEO groups here in Tucson, which is really exciting. Working with a lot of people, making a big impact on the community. You know, I believe that when high performing people um, do really well and they're well versed in personal development, they tend to support their They're the people that work for them more, pay them more money and lift them up as well. And that supports the community. So it's all, it all works together to make this world a better place. And that's what I feel my contribution is all about.
1: And so if you're an executive listening, I can't, and, and I've worked with a lot of those guys who didn't have that sports kind of background and, and, you know, yes, they had achieved that high level in business. But they were kind of lacking what Troy can bring, and it's super important. And so I encourage anyone listening who is the head of a company, CEO, executive, just wants to take that and be a better leader. There's no one better than someone like Troy who has this unique, unique set of, um, experiences, background to help you take that business to the next level. Troy, such a pleasure. <laughs> and, uh, if you are still taking on Iron Man, guys, maybe when I'm ready to, uh, to push myself again and, and go fast. Uh, uh, I'm going to need you again.
3: All right, Tom. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on.
1: Hey, thanks so much for taking the time. And uh, we'll speak soon. Thanks, Troy. Have a great day.
3: You too. Bye now.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at Meta.com/slash Metaverse Impact.
2: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the capital region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
1: So, Troy Jacobson, so honored and just beyond excited to have had the opportunity to speak with him. Uh, I knew how valuable he would be as a resource for the show, Fitness Disrupted. You know, and what's amazing to me are that whenever you interview, meet, talk to someone like Troy Jacobson, who has achieved so much, it's always incredible how humble They talk about gratitude. He talked about just thankful he worked his butt off. And, you know, he had that twofold kind of value to the show, A, to talk about the great topic of three reasons why you're not achieving your goals. And we'll hit those one more time. But also that he was one of the three mentors without really knowing it. Most often a mentor is someone you go back and forth with. I just watched him. And when I tell you, one final time, how much I copied what he did to a T, it, it just exactly. I did the videos. I gave it time. I financed it with money I barely had. It was so frightening back in the day. and And the number of people who told me it was a dumb thing to do, and I believed in it. I gave it time. I worked really hard, and all of the points he brought up were involved in that. So let's go over that one final time. Number one, lack of passion and conviction. I was so passionate and still am to this day about what I do. I love what I do. And back when I had absolutely no money for a really long time, uh, it didn't matter. I was investing in my passion, and I knew— that it was the right thing to do. Even when everyone or, or a lot of people around me were saying, it wasn't the right thing. You're stupid. Who are you? Why are you coming out of the fitness video? Everyone has a fitness video. Who are you to do a fitness video? But I believed in it and I invested in it and I gave it time and I hustled. I had so much passion about it. You weren't going to tell me no. I was going to do it my way. And that was the thing too that will come up over and over. I got no from a lot of people. And when I got no, it was like, okay, I'm going to do it myself. You know, couldn't get a video deal. It's not how you do it, really. Some people do. It's totally different today with YouTube and things like that. But I got the distribution deal after. So the videos that people told me I shouldn't do were not only picked up nationally for distribution, they were dubbed into French, and I got an international distribution deal. Pretty funny, pretty amazing. So Troy Jacobson was on the show for those two reasons, two really powerful reasons to talk about Ways to go about achieving your goals and then to serve as an example of someone I looked up to and how you should find, if you don't have it now, someone who has what you want and do what they did to get there. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, right? And there is room at the top for everyone who is good, I always say. Fitness, whatever. We're all different. It is not a zero-sum game as so many people believe. Copy what I do if that's what you want. Awesome. It's a compliment. doesn't take away from what I do. It's a compliment to what I do. And so one final time, let's go over the three reasons Troy talked about that you may not be achieving your goals. And that first one we just talked about, you need passion and conviction. Find out what you just love and go for it. And I know it's all over. I mean, there's so many coaches and that's why I brought you Troy. Because he did it. I'm sorry. I just I, the, the coaches who haven't achieved pretty much anything other than coaching people, I have a, a small problem with. Hey, if that works for you, awesome. But by and large, get coached by someone who accomplished what they're coaching you to do. And Troy Jacobson is exactly that. An athlete, an entrepreneur, and now taking all of that, those decades of experience to executive coaching. Awesome. And what I love are the second and third reasons. They're both about time. You know, number one reason people give for not exercising, lack of time. Not true. So the second reason, poor time management. It is an insult. Let's, let's get to that tough love. This is Fitness Disrupted. It's an insult to actually say to people, I, you know, you don't do something because you're busy, especially exercise. Because what you're ideally or in effect saying to that person is I'm busier than you are. So it's kind of insulting. (laughs) It really is. We're all busy. It's time management. That's the tough love we need to get out there. You have time to exercise. You don't need a lot of time to exercise. You don't need to go to the gym. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to that show. Time and exercise. Okay? Listen to that show. Poor time management. I love what Troy said about workers and how in an eight-hour day, they found people are generally a effective, efficient, working, two of those eight. I get up pretty early in the morning, depending on what's early to you. I get so much done before eight, nine o'clock. Those are the best hours for me. There's very little that gets in your way early in the morning. So poor time management. We all have time. And take that passion. If you have a job you're doing now, you're not crazy about In your extra time is when you work on it. That's when I was working on my books. That's when I, you know, as a personal trainer, busting my butt to to make money. And then outside of those hours, I was studying. I was going to school. I was doing Ironman triathlons. Filled my time. Okay? Poor time management. So look at that. And then finally, it takes time. And I'll go back to that great comment about the show where someone called me Captain Obvious. Yeah. Yeah. The answer's are straightforward. It's the application that's difficult. I will say that over and over and over again because there are no secrets. Move more, take in less, do things you love, be passionate about what you do, be honest about what you do, and achieve your goals. All right? Reason number three, it takes time and patience I love that he used the hockey stick analogy metaphor. And I would say, you got to flip that hockey stick on its side though. So it's the long, the, the, <laughs> the longer part of the hockey stick. That's the time it takes. It's not the blade. It's not the shorter end of the stick. That's the work time. It's the long part. And then all of a sudden, boom. You know, I'm 50 and I'm just starting to hit my stride, but I've loved the journey. I've loved the journey. It was never about money. It was about doing what I loved. Money doesn't, <laughs> doesn't do it for me. Obviously you want it and it's nice and you need to have enough of it to do what you need to do. But it's about being passionate about what you do. All right. So three great things to look at and be honest. Are you passionate about what you do? Are you using your time effectively? And then are you giving it time to have traction. And as he said, that, that number three is one of the most difficult ones because you have to know when to pivot. That's the art. Number three is everything. Most people fall short of one and two, but if you got one and two under, if you got your passionate and you're, you're working hard, then you have to know because it is never a straight line. That is the crazy thing about going for your goals is you have to know when it's time to pivot, to, to take a different tack, to go a different way You're still going to that goal, but you have to know when the plan you laid out needs some adjusting. And that's a whole nother show. But there you go. Troy Jacobson. Awesome. Use this as motivation to go get what you want. And that could be simple stuff. It could be fitness related, family, business, but just know that we have one life and let's enjoy it. Let's do what you want to do. Don't look back with regret and use all of these tools to help you get what you want because that that's what this show's about. All right. Awesome, so excited to have interviewed Troy after all these years. truly a inspiration to me helped me achieve my goals and continues. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed that interview and please, if you did, please rate the show really helpful and if you have a couple extra seconds minutes, Leave a comment. I would appreciate that. Feedback, what you liked, always helpful. And you can listen to this show, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, obviously, wherever you listen to podcasts, tell your friends, share it on social media. It's all helpful uh, because I truly want you to achieve your goals. I want you to live your best life. That is truly why I do what I do. There's nothing more rewarding than getting that email that post from someone who made a great change from something they heard, whether it's in my books, the podcast, whatever. So I want that to be you and it can be, it can be all of us. So thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, author, lover of everything fitness. And I want you to be the best you and to have your best life. So thank you for listening and believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury.
2: Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.
1: Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, SmileActives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to SmileActives.com iHeart today to receive
4: this special offer with free shipping and handling.